This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Cleaning my retainers uh, with bleach and UV light and I get caught doing this by my neighbor. I'm doing it out on the porch and I'm facing their house and I'm nude because I'm on my property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my neighbor, well, you know him, Robert Davi. <laughs> So okay. he, so he starts, you know, and you know how he is real pain in the ass. This guy, yeah. it starts being like, "Hey, you gotta throw your robe on, or you gotta put on yeah. a towel," and and you know, you know how he sounds. And I'm going like, I'm going like, "All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough." Didn't know you were up. I mean, of course, you know, it's pretty early in the morning at this point. It's it's four a.m. It's dark out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "How do you even see?" And he he's got night vision goggles on. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you also have a, a UV light that you're using to. Well, I've got the UV light, but it's pointed directly in my mouth. And he says, "What are you doing over there?" I said, "I'm cleaning my retainers." And he says, "You're supposed to take them out." And I said, "How about I take you out, old man?" Hiya! And I start and I start showing him some of my karate. Okay, and, but did I'm, he? Let me ask you: Did he come all the way up onto your front porch to talk to you about this, or did you? By the time the conversations got to this point, because now it sounds like you're in like close physical proximity. We're we're drifting towards each other the and whole he's time. Also, you're both moving toward each other. Well, slowly though, and also he's I think got some kind of drone backpack on because he starts hovering over me. <laughs> A drone backpack. Okay. Yeah, which I hadn't seen before, but he's kind of flying yeah. just over me, and and as mad as I am, I'm realizing this son of a bitch is right. Like, you know, sometimes you can get some helpful knowledge from an unlikely source because I shouldn't be putting bleach in my mouth or shining a UV light in there. And I probably should put on a robe or something. So, you know, I I don't want to apologize because I have a lot of pride. Mm -hmm. And Robert Dobby certainly is just the kind of guy who he would get so much satisfaction from me saying so in order to double down, I go, no, 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 it's fine. I'm supposed to leave him in. Watch this. I swallow the bleach and the light. Now I need his help. Yeah. I am sick. He's to his credit. He goes, oh, no, that's really nice. <laughs> that's... Hooks his arms under my armpits. And luckily, he's wearing this drone backpack. And he essentially medevacs like, you know, <laughs> He becomes a sort of helicopter <laughs> and he drops me off on the roof of Cedars and they found me eventually. You know, I, I'm okay. Yeah, that's and- not where there's a, you're supposed to. There's no like pickup area up there. Well, I, yeah, I think he thought there was a helipad. I didn't see the kind sure. of symbol up there. But at any rate, some guy came out there to smoke a doobie. And uh, he finds me, rolls me down the stairs, and somebody took care of something. But, I, you know, I, I owe the guy a house plan or something. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood Handbook Hollywood and Insider's Guide, Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping, dropping Names. names. The red carpet red carpet line back line back the talk show show I love this. I love this. Like, seeing we have guests on the show. We My have, like, guys. friends that we get to know over the years. And in this, like, world that we're all just kind of, like, bouncing around and we're meeting each other we're like forming these it's true. relationships we meet each other we do and then to watch them meet each other and have something blossom with them a new podcast they do their own and show. i believe we introduced them and i think we said you guys should do something you know <laughs> you guys yeah just mr like- Gu- you know so sorry we should say matt guitar man gorley mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucking axe man himself <laughs> The executioner mm-hmm. is in the, the zone with us. What's up, guys? <laughs> the bastard executioner. <laughs> the bastard executioner. That's perfect. I'm Axe Body. Hey. 
okay? <laughs> and Paul? <laughs> yes. Hello. I just Paul. go by Paul now. Like just Madonna Paul. or Cher. Come on. That's all we need. Paul. I know who you meant. <laughs> it's Paul. And instead Paul. of uh, casting a Paul over the proceedings, Paul mm-hmm. is casting a podcast. <laughs> and he's doing it with Matt and the guitar. It's this, and and it's this movies you like you talk about these movies. There's a there's like I think a great synchronicity with like the shows that we're doing cuz we talk about movies, we talk about shows, we talk about oh. video, game, video game comic book. Yes, we've been like we do this. Yeah. But Music, video game, comic book, shows. Yes, said exactly. Movies, but we don't talk culture. about stuff that's like gross and perverted and like uh, that's like uh, depraved and like we uh, don't. Pornography? Yeah, body yes. mutilation, pornography. Oh, we, we don't, see like. We don't talk about that either. Is that what you're insinuating? We've um, never, I just, we, we've never talked about pornography. On our no. podcast. Oh, I guess to me it's pornography. What? It, just horror movies are? The way you experience them seems to be, yes. Oh. Oh. Well, I, I, I mean, from my perspective, I guess I think of, you know, a horror movie or um, a soap opera or, you know, a prestige television show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all the campfire that we sit down to tell stories. Yeah, and if people don't watch these and experience them, there's even an argument to be made of like repression and pent up. See, these are cathartic in a way. So I think in some ways, you guys might be doing yourself a disservice and are in a way kind of pornographic. Cowboy TV. That not watching these movies that feature like. Yeah, you follow. Like a woman's blood. So you watch this movie and like there's a woman's blood everywhere. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh-huh. you're like, this is, I love this movie. I'm going to do an entire show about you're this. You're like, this is entertaining. This is my choice. I, I could have watched almost anything, but I wanted to see a woman's blood and then I'm going to yeah. talk about it. Guys, this is as old as when we were in the caves and we'd get scared of the shadows. Yeah. And, okay. and we'd call the shadow Beastie. <laughs> or, or, or we'd call the, the, the shadow Moon Creature. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Okay. I do remember saying that. Okay, I, Moon honestly, Creature, I'll take the hit. I said that. that. I wasn't that scared. I was observing it. And I was I was definitely being aware of it and cautious about it. I was it. using a healthy amount of caution. I absolutely didn't want to be unnecessarily risky in my behavior. So, yes, I suppose I screamed, got under a rock. Yeah. But... That's actually just respecting the cave shadow, Moon Creature. Have you guys seen Moon Creature 2? Because that's when it really kicks in. See, the thing is, you might just be seeing some of these early prototype shadow puppet horror stories. But it's really when the franchise gets rolling that it really starts to work. <laughs> do but that to your again. question about the women's blood, and mm. do we enjoy I, women's blood? I did not ask any questions about women's blood because <laughs> it's not an area of fascination for me. You sure seem to be talking about it a lot. Am I right, Paul? <laughs> I'm talking about, I am engaging with our guests uh, for whom this has become a, a area of focus in their lives is women's blood. <laughs> we never Smush. brought it up. You brought it's it up. It's become your primary interest and okay. you dedicated an oh. entire This is off the rails. This is off the rails. And Paul got so distracted just thinking about women's blood that when you threw to your co-host to support you and back you up and you said, boy, you seem to be talking about a lot. Am I right, Paul? Paul was frozen, face frozen (laughs) with joy, an ecstatic grin stretched across his face because he just had heard the term women's blood. So, But if you'd like to answer the the question that you're posing, Paul, about like, is this something that's like uh, that you guys are into or like. To sort of explain that. That's fine. I'm I, I, I'm happy to hear that. To give you the platform to talk about this. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely into it. Yeah, me too. Okay. I should have said that. I love seeing the destruction of human bodies. <laughs> I'm wearing some women's blood right now. 
But okay. it, it's male okay. or female, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. I, wow. Just to see um, a representation of somebody's soul leaving their body. Yeah. So it's not about the the violence or gore to you. It's just the death. No, it's just mm. not just about the violence in the book. Okay. There's yeah. a spiritual level to it too. It's okay. it works on all levels, this pornography. All this really cool stuff like death. Okay, you, and you just called it pornography. What? I don't know I, if you even caught your if you even no, noticed you were doing that. You referred to it as pornography. Well, that's silly. I I mean if I did that then I would have been saying it, but I didn't. I I mean it's okay. just <laughs> that's pro porno. Yeah, the fact that you would even say that is porno. I mean, this is. Okay, I think I you guys. Think you mean preposterous? You're I, making me so feel far away. Yeah, it doesn't sound anything <laughs> yeah, like preposterous. Anyway, pornography. <laughs> Let's talk about the show. It's yeah. called all these different things. It keeps changing, right? Every time yeah. I the the SEO guys must be pulling their hair out because every yeah. time I look, it's something new. Well, we just settled on its final name. Okay. Pornography. That's the, the name, name of the show that's is the pornography. Name of your so I don't podcast? know if you I don't know if you heard that. Again, that's not going to the search results are not going to pull you guys up first. Well, I think if we get enough listeners we will and and with a name like that, it's going to be hard dot to. I think if you put pornography in quotes, yeah, you'll get our podcast. Yeah. <sighs> I don't want to try it, but yeah. Kevin, see what comes up if you put pornography in quotes and search for it. Okay. Hope you like podcasts. It auto-filled when he put the quote in. <laughs> it's just a lot of blur. The band? Uh, yeah, it's a lot of the band's like early albums. <laughs> Woohoo! What are some of the There's some of these show with Matt and Paul? Woohoo! Right? Yeah, where were you guys when that video dropped on 120 minutes? <laughs> Probably helping my grandma. Mm-hmm. A hot Sunday night. It was hot because I was helping her cook. I get you. <sighs> That's the sound. First of all, I can't really tell where it comes from or how he does it. Oh my gosh. Again. It's almost he's holding something in his hand that's making He must. That he must have something. No. Wow. <laughs> Let's talk about the different movies. There's Freddy Krueger movie. Mm. Look, there's not just Freddy Krueger movie like f- funny movie or scary movie, you know. It's it's called Nightmare No, it's called Space Jam 2. Oh, it's called Yeah. It's just not Freddy Krueger movie. Okay. So, it's, it's a bit insulting cuz this is kind of our field of expertise is what we work in and I just want you to respect it. It is a nightmare on Elm Street. Thank you. So my experience primarily with Freddy Krueger movie is through oh. the song uh, Nightmare on My Street. Is My Street Elm Street in that song? I don't know. What's your street called? I In the song? No, in real life. Which street? The one he's, you live he's on. Trying to, he's trying to figure out your porno name, Sean. Yeah, yeah. This guy is obsessed with I porno. <laughs> he's, he sees your cat behind you, and he's going to combine those names, and he's going to make a porno name, and he's going to put you into one of his sinister pornos. Please, okay, will you well, call I live me? At, I live at 919 Monster Wingus Avenue. <laughs> You, oh, if you, you don't not know done about this, Paul? No. Paul, you've never done this? No, a porno name. It sounds... <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. Hayes sounds a little R-rated, maybe it even hard R-rated. Yeah. Maybe it's best to leave that alone. I can explain. So what you, you, what you take is your, your street from your childhood home and your pet's name. Okay. And you combine okay. those... And it, it, it creates your porno name. Your current so, pet or your childhood pet? I think it's your, your first pet. Okay, my and first so, pet's like, name was Monster Wingus. That's weird. Okay. Oh, that's crazy. My first wow. pet was named Dripping. So I guess... <laughs> I guess I would be Dripping Monster Wingus. That's like like 
being John Malkovich or saving mm-hmm. Private Ryan. Like that's a tight '90s movie. <laughs> with a with a gerund as the first word. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my first pet's name. Kevin, <laughs> so we can do it with Kevin. Kevin grew up his his how his home he grew up in like circumstances where his home like basically was a street so he did grow up on Bartell Street <laughs> and he was named after his family's very weird dog so his porno name is actually is actually Kevin Bartell wow so but, are you in porno oh no it's frozen by default yes oh yeah. well so wherever come on our Kevin show? goes that is that is actually a porno yes oh okay yeah come yeah. on our show thanks happy to be there well, we're not there yet, but okay. We'll be happy to be there. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And Paul's trying to scare me. I just want to... <laughs> oh, my God, Paul. Went. Yeah, Paul's being really <laughs> freaky. He's, he froze. Really trying to scare me. Now I'm back. <laughs> it froze. And it follows. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk, and this is scary movies again, right? And let's talk about this. Yeah, but not the comedies. We could talk about those though if we want to, right? The um, probably oh, yeah. scary movie two is the one we'd most want to dig into, hmm. since this is a comedy podcast. Why and, that one? And now yeah. why this one? Let's unpack that, Paul. Please. Why scary movie two? Why is that one resonating with you the most? Is that the one where the cum is blasting them in the in the sky? Stick them to the ceiling. They're stuck to the ceiling with the cum. No, that's number one. That's okay. one. that scary movie one. Two uh, is the one with the small hand. Yes. <laughs> Chris Elliott's small hand. Uh yes. And David Cross well. in a in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um I think what I, I uh genuinely love those uh really uh quick quickly made spoof movies mm-hmm. where there's like a spoof of the Nike ad where the shoes start to making sounds and it kind of makes a rhythm. And then you watch the movie 20 years later, you're like, this is on the top of their minds <laughs> for hot spoofery. It was something for that day. From the yeah. day they made the movie, they're like, oh, this commercial's on today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I wonder if we could spoof this thing that happened to me in the parking lot on the way into the... <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that's not. That's not what you're supposed to do. So, uh, what what is it in Scary Movie Two that Paul to you is um, that you love, or is it that? Uh, I think it's that, but I think it's also the uh, What Lies Beneath spoof. Yeah, they were really focused on What Lies Beneath for that one. In fact, I remember one of the protagonists is wearing that on a T-shirt. <laughs> In the poster, where like there's some direct like spoof references. There's like an exorcist person. It's like you could get some of the references, and what lies beneath is implied as <laughs> just that text. Of, We're gonna need to say it on the, on the t-shirt. <laughs> hey, this isn't reading necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> like a good political cartoon. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. weren't Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer wearing that in the original poster for what <laughs> yes. lies beneath? To be fair, to yeah. be fair, throughout that movie, Harrison Ford is wearing a What Lies Beneath t-shirt. <laughs> it's like a, a, that. a crew shirt, I think, that he, they didn't, they were too afraid to ask him to take off. <laughs> um, which, uh, which one was the Signs one? That was a Scary Movie 3. Aha! Okay. And right. Mr. Simon Rex, I believe, was the patriarch of the family. Former adulterer, skin film superstar Simon oh. Rex. Now, now I'm listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we love recovering skin films. adulterer. Our other podcast uh, is called Skin Film. Wow. <laughs> ah, yes. And Most another one called Mister's Stag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Gorley, you're right. We we shouldn't mm-hmm. just discuss the scary movie. Spoof yeah. movies. There are other. No, I genuinely true. want to know which one was the science one. Oh, 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 oh! Scary Movie Three. Yeah, and and if Ferris is in that. Uh, yeah, and it goes down in quality because the, they bring the Zuckers in to start mm-hmm. making them. They kick out the uh, the Wayanses. The Wayans who are little, truly yeah. become less funny. Can hmm. I? Can I? <laughs> so, and I, I hope this doesn't offend anyone. 
So you referred to Simon Rex as an adulterer. I think anybody who's ever done adult films is cheating on whoever they're in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Okay, because so in your mind, Simon Rex had an affair. Yes. And here he is in the movie with Anna Ferris. Oh, Ferris. You want to come on our podcast? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'll do basically anything. I'll go on, but I want you to know that it won't be because of your podcast. It will be because of me and what's wrong with me. (laughs) Hey, man, it works both ways. It's a (laughs) win-win. It's a Giamatti. (laughs) Did you guys watch the Giamatti Awards this year? (laughs) Yeah, win-win swept. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I I just can't watch it without a host, you know? I I mean, for me, it's like... But I we're com- we're from the comedy world. Yeah. Of course, Billy. we want to see a stand up comic kill up on that stage. Come on, that's us. That's us up there. The clowns. We need the clowns there. Something to aspire to. Somebody to poke a little fun at these self serious. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe with a dweebs. beer in their hand. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not kissing your ass for the entire uh, night. We're gonna actually. Make you taste a little bit of medicine as well, and it'll be good for you. Puncture the ego, the massive ego. Maybe if the comedian's on stage, all your heads will fit inside the door. We won't have to do it on Zoom next time. <laughs> you, Hey, I nominate you, host. Yeah. Hey, I can't, I, I can't do it. Why? You said you'd do anything. I know, but as Meatloaf once said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Um, there, uh, it's, have you guys seen Spice World recently? Mm, I watch like, it. Are you talking like last couple days or last couple weeks? <laughs> I watched it. Me days. and my friends went and threw candy at the screen. <laughs> yeah. I went on Super Bowl Sunday to say fuck you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was my first movie back. Spice World. <laughs> oh, they Just did that. finally felt normal again, sitting in a theater watching <laughs> Spice World. Throwing oh, candy at the screen with my friends. That, the lights went out and I went, we're back, baby. <laughs> He's a meatloaf has a cameo part as a butt as the, the, the tour bus driver. Oh, and man. uh one of the girls comes out is like, Oh mate, the bathroom broke the water closet broke down. Right? <laughs> and then can you clean it? Is the joke. Can you go clean it? Mm-hmm. And he goes, girls. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> and they said he is Meatloaf, and they say, nah. "Meatloaf, you're driving." The- yeah, he's a tour you're bus driver. This bus? That'd be better. Oh, because uh, th- it was more of a he's just a regular show, oh, well, but yeah. a wink, wink, uh, right. a loaf, wink. <laughs> God, I love remembering movies. I know. Yeah. I know. Especially what ones about from podcasting? when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Podcasts is such a beautiful way to remember movies with your friends. <laughs> it is. But if you can monetize it, then yeah. it's, it's a win-win. Yes. Yeah, because I would be remembering movies anyway. I'd just be doing it alone sure. at my house. Yeah. And if no one's there to remember a movie with you, did it get remembered? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Sean. I saw you recently watch the um, um, most recent uh, uh, Christopher Nolan movie, the, and you were a guy who momentarily did didn't understand it. And yeah, then- so this really was my- had a very long life. This was that was like three or four months ago, I think. But this was my first <laughs> step into really uh, power. front-facing comedy videos. I, I had to get in the pool. It just looked like everyone was splashing around and having mm-hmm. so much fun. I said, well, I know how to swim a little bit. Let me have, let me, let me throw on my swimmies and get in here. And uh, so I did this character that, yeah, people have been talking about it a lot, even more lately, I think, than when it came out. I was a character who very briefly was confused by one aspect of the Christopher Nolan film Tenet, but then I, it was quickly resolved as I figured out, ah, yes, all the clues were there and he had actually explained it and it, it was on me. <laughs> uh, now, 
Sean, I don't know if you saw this, and maybe it's just like a case of parallel thinking, Hmm. but did you see last Friday's episode of Fridays? They did a bit that was very similar to that. So I don't know if wow, people... Wow, Fridays did that? I don't know if any, but any of the writers for Fridays follow which, you on Twitter. Wait, can I say which performer on Fridays was it? Because that will actually, I think... That informs a lot. Of, tell a lot yeah. about like whether this is something they came up with on their own or something that they might have. Who was it, Gorley? Because we watched it together on Friday night, and we turned to each other and were like, they ripped off Sean's bit. Was it yeah. Michael Richards hey, I don't or, want to um, anyone. Um, I or think um, Robin Duke? Was it? Yeah, it might have been. Was it Martin Mull, or am I thinking of Fernwood tonight? Well, we were staying at a Red Roof Inn when we were watching that. And we were so. just eating at a Red Lobster and a TGI Fridays. <laughs> we okay. had diarrhea. We were eating at Red Fridays. <laughs> And watching Red Dawn. What a big Friday night. You guys on Letterboxd? Wow. Yeah, you guys on Letterboxd? You are? Do you box? So I I, I was on Letterboxd. What happened? Um, my ideas about some of these movies were too smart. Oh. <laughs> and uh, a bunch of people got together and was just like, hey, we're not ready for these ideas yet. We understand that it's us. Yeah, that like that we are the problem in this case. Uh, but yeah, this stuff is just way, way, way too smart for us. I use the I, phrase character development in every mm. review that I wrote. And, Did you say a lot that a city plays a character? Yeah. And just like that, my criticism <laughs> is always that the character development was uh, undercooked. Uh, and people were oh, like, you had wow, mentioned that's to really, me really that smart. one of the films you that one of the films you watch and this actually I had to go take a walk when I heard this that it, you you had found some third act problems. I said third act problems. Yeah. I every single time I said it had plot holes that you could drive a sixteen wheeler through. That's a phrase that I know too I use that in you every were, review you were saying like you would never say like this director mm-hmm. of photography shot this film. You'd always say this DP lends to this. <laughs> It was lensed by Deacons. It was lensed by the Fister. You know, stuff was getting helmed as well. Yeah, yeah a lot yes. of stuff was helmed. Directors are helmers in my reviews. Yes. Yeah, and tombed for costumed. You're using apostrophe <laughs> tombed, <laughs> upped for makeup. I get. I guess I get why people ran you off there with pitchforks and torches. Yeah, mm-hmm. too smart. Too smart for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I thought I was on Letterboxd. Um, <laughs> I, I really thought I was there for a while, and I was really enjoying the site and the user experience. I, I, as it turns out, I was reading the lyrics to the Pearl Jam song "Yellow Lead Better," <laughs> <laughs> which I guess I don't Paul know. Paul has gone out a typo, of frame uh, on my part, but that you know that is what I was doing. Some pretty powerful ideas in there that mm-hmm. made me see movies differently you know yeah. uh but yeah that was you know it wasn't letterbox and then by that time i, I was all tuckered out i had to go to you bed were really tired i remember yeah. that day. i was sleepy yeah i well, tried you... to go to letterbox too well how didn't work out oh yeah <laughs> what happened I... instead? and then <laughs> i guess i'll have one after this too <laughs> yeah what happened instead instead of going to letterboxd i went to litterboxed Oh, oh! And a big yeah. bag of litter got dumped on my head when I downloaded the app. Oh no! Oh no! Paul. And then a cat pooped on me. <laughs> oh, Paul! No, the cat pooped on your head. Yeah, wow. it, was a, it no. was a heightening for sure. Tell me it didn't try to bury it in your hair. It buried it in my hair, and then it was an egg. Oh, oh Paul! Man. No. <laughs> Cats uh. put look at that cat and Sean. Does she sense he sense that I'm doing cat talk right now? Doesn't like it? I think he can feel it, yeah. And he's he's going, Hey, what's my name doing in your mouth, Paul? <laughs> I gotta walk over there and knock it out of there. <laughs> hey guys, I went to Letterbox. Uh oh. Oh, okay. All right. And we had hey, guys, Matt went to Letterboxd. Like hey, yeah. Everyone. Matt. Yeah. So the premise here is Matt went to Letterbox. So I went to Letterbox and uh, I see Layla Ali and she's like, I don't need no permission to box. And then okay, well, let her, let her. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. She said, thank you very much. She showed me the door. She's saying that to the, to the, 
the app, the well, site? Well, I mean, there's. <laughs> I went into a room, and there okay. was a couple of like referees there, and Layla Ali. And without understanding the context, without even taking size of the room, I just said letterbox. And they were taken aback. And Layla sure. Ali just looked at me as like, I don't need your permission to box. Yeah, it's what so I do. Even if she needed permission, you know, she yeah. wouldn't, and you wouldn't have that authority. And I felt stupid and I left. And I've never been back. To that uh, room? Letterboxed the room. Okay. Yeah. I've, I have reviewed the room on Letterboxd. But so I there. like this. So just a little housekeeping, Kevin. Uh, what I think I want to do is in the edit, can you put Matt's before Paul? Uh, <laughs> Because I, I actually think it would get a pretty good pop if it had just come first. But Paul's is, it's more humiliating, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. and, and I think they're both strong. They should both be in here. But let's just flip them in the edit. You got it. Well, to that point, Sean, shouldn't yours go last? Oh, God. I, I you know, I, I would never, you know, as the host, I think it was kind of cool that I like you know, shoved us off to shore. And also you guys were really playing very close to the language. I mean, the, mm -hmm. you know, litter closer and than Sean way was. closer yeah. than me. Mine yeah. was a, a pretty long walk. <laughs> yeah. So also, Kevin, if we could just uh, lose Sean's all together and then I'll go first and then Paul, Yeah, if we can get mine out. Yeah. And then uh, actually, if we could just take me out of the episode, I don't <laughs> want to do this. <laughs> um, I also liked what a weasel I was that after you, <laughs> you shit on us. I was like, but you should go last because yours was the best. <laughs> what deranged You'll psychology is that? Back. Like, I will lick the boots. <laughs> <laughs> More, sir. Yeah, no, that's the opposite of the philosophy that you should take on one of these shows. Just come out here and tell everyone else that their shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just just go at the host. Mm -hmm. That's what Hayes and I do. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood handbook. Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready to go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor where he creates fresh never frozen meals. Now this is different Kevin. I just want to I just want to establish. Mm -hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients. Like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm -hmm. Okay? This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking and there are 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto which is this it's a little bit of all of them okay okay it shouldn't be there are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long how many add-ons and what are some of them it's one big add-on okay. and it's you on your bed you're so tired after you eat my meal the, <laughs> the, the promises the meal makes us sleepy you've been pushing that so much you're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. your bed yeah your bed plus one that's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a lot of these. Up and I know give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like is that wrong. reservation yeah. for two me walking in my bedroom what's the second it's you and your bed the bed I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get 50% off. That's code theboys50 at factormeals.com slash theboys50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off. And Harry's agrees. Yeah. So what we want to talk sure about do. today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. We, we always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about 
you, Clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new noted mascot. I don't know. Note for, taken for this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk I about is something funny that happened to you here. recently. Great, a ridiculous or fun situation that you were in. Okay, recently. Uh, That's the prompt. And that'll take us into discussing the Life product. Particularly how great funny, the product. Funny is. to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you you feel like there's a difference there? Like you? Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes. But that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste when it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not. I ordered uh, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night. Like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they, they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous, but mm-hmm. but you but you do. I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional Bogo, products. baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a Bogo as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but uh, that's deals that are no. Uh, but I clean Harry Punk. Harry's got two bottles. Buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high-quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find yes funny, uh, yes sure but that you didn't yeah so you're attuned to, to this stuff i got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat and it somehow turned on and you know that that was what something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting a lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then, I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey guys, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was... About 19 dresses into receiving each one of the 27 dresses Mm -hmm. from the movie 27 Dresses before I found out how much it was costing that they intended to send me, by the way, this will shock you, 54 dresses if I did not cancel. And 
I, you know, I you go, think oh, also that got an by, endpoint at by least. like dress 14, 15, I think it starts to become clear. Like these aren't the dresses. Oh, no. They were not from the movie. They didn't resemble anything from the no. movie. They were not. They were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear. Yeah. And one of them was a dressing. Yeah. One of them was a. Was it, a was a what, was a it was a vinaigrette. It was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that 500 million was most of that was the the dresses well yeah i mean you're talking about hollywood memorabilia you're talking about like ornate gowns you know yes. in some cases and so that was uh yeah that was costing me a lot a lot a lot a stop lot. wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys that's rocketmoney.com slash the boys rocketmoney.com slash the boys Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. In the same tradition as a, as a Rennie Harlan when he had his talk show, he would sort of rib people. <laughs> the uh, the uh, director of uh, Die Hard Two and the Cliffhanger yeah, and Night right. Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street. Sorry. Yeah, he helmed which Nightmare on Elm Street? The, Paul? the Elm. The Elm. Did Four. He, did, now, did Rennie help Cutthroat Island? Yeah. Yes, he did. Wow. Knew mm -hmm. it. And and he took that cutthroat approach to his talk show, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. I wish he'd maybe uh, cutthroat some of the budget on Cutthroat Island. But... You just wish it was cheaper. <laughs> that was your, <laughs> your criticism. <laughs> Too much money on screen. I love this movie, but it's frankly irresponsible. <laughs> oh, it outrages me when I see the, the, the amount of the millions they're throwing at these. It's so uh, wasteful. I, I looked at the latest, that Transformer movie, $3 million. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That's, That's a lotto it. ticket. Buying one or winning one? It's got to be a winning one, right? It's $3 million to buy a lotto ticket these days. <laughs> wow. How messed up is our economy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's been mixed up since 2008, since the Great Recession. <laughs> it's true. It's upside down. It costs that much to buy. You'd save so much not buying lotto tickets. Because the price for lotto tickets is only two and a half. Mm-hmm. It costs three million. Anybody else see a problem here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a little bit of an issue with that. That's your new uh, CNBC show, right? Does anybody see a problem here? Real. Anybody else see a problem here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to... Let's just take a little walk around the grocery store and see what it costs to get a normal <laughs> box of cereal. Oh, here's cereal I remember from when I was a kid. Lucky Charms and the little leprechaun wanted all his nice marshmallows. Let's just check the price tag. Oh, $4 million. Anybody else see a problem here? Well, I guess I won't get cereal. Well, it's processed big factory. You know, they've got some overhead. Maybe just a piece of fruit. Hey, here's a nice one. Why don't I buy a tangerine? Let me just turn it over. How much per tangerine? Oh, I see. Eight zillion dollars. Do you see a problem here? For a tangerine? Well, I suppose they're out of season. Let's just walk on down the rest of the aisle. Here we go. A single almond that's out of the fucking container. It fell out. Somebody scooped and it came off the scoop and it's on the ground. How much to pick this up? Oh, I just had to give them the deed to my house. Do you see a problem here? <laughs>
Yeah, that's a thanks a, for letting me workshop that. <laughs> Can we move that to the front, Kevin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smart. The Cold money up. got a lot less on. It was eight zillion, and then it was <laughs> it was a it, it was a house, but it was an almond, but an almond so much cheaper than a tangerine. It makes sense. It's proportionate that it wouldn't cost as much. It was on the floor. I never said what my house cost. Oh, what does your house cost? Nine nine zillion. Nine zillion. Nine zillion. Nine zillion. <laughs> two two wow. more than the seven. Yeah. Wow. Well, the housing market's insane right now. That's what it yeah. costs. And by the way. I'm living in a damn shoebox and it cost me nine zillion dollars. Does anybody see the problem here? <laughs> I like that you kind of look down to the floor when you when you say it. <laughs> I get in there. I like to get far away from the mic for the catchphrase so that for the people who don't have the video, you know, it, they won't be able to hear. They know that something happened and that that they have to buy it. People right. are enjoying it. It's yeah. like, oh, I could hear that something visual happened. Yeah, but I could see you as like, yeah. Andy Rooney, the Gen mm-hmm. Z's answer to Andy Rooney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love that role. Oh, like uh, what did they when they did sixty minutes too? Didn't they bring in um, uh, Mo Rocca? Oh, that's right, mm-hmm. the exurbic wit of a Mo Rocca. They did oh, have man. Mo Rocca come in, and and yes, he was very critical of some of these current events for sure. Yes, wait. You call yourself Almond Raka, and you just do things on almonds. <laughs> Can we move that to the back of the show? <laughs> we should do like a, a reverse sort of thing. So you can, if you play it in reverse, it tells you to mm-hmm. kill your parents. Like Tenet. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, don't do that. Don't no, we, no. We don't, Kevin? We don't want- yeah. We're all laughing about it. Yeah. Don't honestly, do Kevin, that don't with the show. That. Honestly, Kevin, don't mm-hmm. do that. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Kevin, don't Kevin, we'll also you don't know you so don't nervous. know how to do that. Like just based on I know people who do. Other like sound stuff that's happening with the Engineer show. Cody. And, like, just even how like often our, our vocal tracks are like lined up and sort of a weird alphabetically. Way. Yeah. <laughs> like I just don't think you have it to like turn a track backwards and have it say something completely different. If you can do that, then there's a lot of stuff that I would like you to, to fix. I turn about. my screen backwards and I hit upload. It's <laughs> my, my secret. Okay. But doesn't it download then? Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, if you turn your screen around while it's uh, uploading, it starts downloading everything. Yeah. This is a George Carlin routine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my dad likes to talk about George Carlin's deplane routine anytime we get on a goddamn plane. <laughs> oh, is he doing that nice and loud for the whole plane to enjoy? <laughs> Some people go, has George Carlin resurrected and gotten on my plane? <laughs> well, if he has, have him do Modern Man. <laughs> I don't know that one. Does your dad oh, have sure. a, a beard and ponytail? He has a white, the whitest beard and the whitest ponytail and a kind of a tight black. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're good with materials, fabrics, Gourley. What would you say that that material is? That's like turtleneck, but, yeah. but not a turtleneck. Is it yes. rayon? We like know the, it's not cotton. The new stuff? You mean like the athleisure? Or are you talking like back in Carlin's day? Carlin's day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it would be like a shirt that wasn't, it was a turtleneck material without the turtleneck. Perhaps. Oh, like a, oh, God. yes, and it's not cotton. So it was, maybe it was like a rayon, <laughs> Wait, a, a polyester. Maybe it was cotton. Poly. I mean, yeah. Why couldn't it be? It cotton? It looked like it would take longer to dry than cotton. Oh, <laughs> it was water. He wore water. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was water wearing. Take... Yeah, dark water. <laughs> yeah, dark. He had water. that. Oh, I forgot. George Carlin had that sort of power where he could mold mm-hmm. water into, into different clothes. Water yeah. moved around his torso. Yeah. yeah. He was a late stage X Men where they ran out of <laughs> yeah. shit. And it he would like just George use it Carlin. to not be naked. <laughs> Dark water, man. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, we've talked about Modern Man on the show before. In <laughs> uh, uh, just to give you a taste of it, Paul, because you may know the routine. Is it the one where he goes like? I know the upside of downsizing. I've seen the downside of upgrading, and I can give you a gigabyte. In a nanosecond. 
<laughs> I get hate mail from my love child. And I do. It's all like opposite <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's like nine applause breaks every time he finishes one of his runs. That's well, a he... pretty solid Carlin there, Sean. That was Thank good. you. Yeah. Uh, also, it's funny. Yeah. The, it's funny that like people are applauding. He memorized. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> he knows the whole thing. He this old all man stuff. knows it. <laughs> Not since Dennis Leary have I felt this way. <laughs> um, Dennis Miller has been on Gorley and I's pod a few times because mm-hmm. we just enjoy his wit, but more his politics. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, That's really cool. Yeah, uh, he, he's cool. He's got some good old SNL stories and... Mm-hmm. I'm that's badass yeah well yeah. i mean can you give us a juicy tidbit i mean this might tempt people behind the paywall for you if you've got like a great dennis miller you know nugget that could lure them oh um apparently De- dennis miller i'd say the third episode of the 85 86 season okay the third episode in on the friday before a show he threw Nora Dunn out a window. That's right. He told us that. Wow. Right. I think I heard about this. And when you watch the episode, you can see that her hair is going straight up as if she's <laughs> falling from a great height. Yep. <laughs> In some of the sketches. They filmed her sketches, I guess, as she was falling from the window. That's that show, especially in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, it was a little more run and gun, right? Mm-hmm. A little more a little more loose. Now it feels so polished. <laughs> yeah, I loved it back in the days when Dennis Miller would, you know, throw Nora Dunn out a window the, yeah. the night before mm-hmm. a show. It was just the wild days were cool. There's this one story where he said he went to this room and he opened this room. There are a couple of referees in there and he goes, Phil Hartman. And that guy goes, I'm already full. Get out of here. This was, was it the same room? Oh, uh, yeah. It's the room where all this kind of joke happens. No, those refs. Um, yeah. Are they, uh, are they, uh, are they wearing pants or are they kind of, are they wearing shorts? <laughs> so, Paul, when you set out to ask the question. <laughs> This is just for me to get inside your process. I'm a fan of your shit, and I just kind of want to be able to understand a little more uh, what was happening. Did you have any of it, or did you bail on what the original thing was? Like where, like where did we stall out? Because I'm curious. I'm curious. You don't have to tell me if it was something that you realized, like, oh, this is offensive, or anything else that could have happened, like. That's okay. You don't have to tell me what it was, but I I just want this little window. I think our, yeah, our listeners will it. really that enjoy it. it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it was offensive, okay. and I changed my mind. It felt like well, that. I'll never it figure out like what that. that was. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> There's just no use at even trying. Well, there's, well, there's no information to, like to go Hartman's off of. memory, possibly. Or Those what, refs. What's your highest Patreon level? Because maybe we could give them a hint. Uh, we used to have a twenty-five dollar tier. That's mm-hmm. gone, right? Still no, there? I think we still do have. It's it. still there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that God! I wish I could remember your, your name. What's your your guys your consumer advocate catchphrase? Oh, right. I would. He he had a catchphrase when he'd be outraged about the Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, right. sorry. Does anybody yeah. else see a problem with yeah, this? Yeah, $25 Patreon. Wowee. <laughs> and all you get is your name Travoltified? I'm sorry. Does anyone else see a problem with this? <laughs> we'll add Maybe in a I'm hint. the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, just checked. I'm not. <laughs> well, as long as uh, they don't invent the thought police, I think I'm okay. But, I know. do think it. I do think it was something about Phil Hartman's death. Now yeah, that, now that I, you I, mention I it, I do. Yes, that's what I believe it was. <laughs> yeah, to do with his. I'll tell you. I'll passing. tell you guys. Okay, great. I'll tell you. I I was. I think it's funny when like in Foxy <laughs> Boxing that okay. they have like <laughs> sexy refs, like sexy okay. girl refs, mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be such a funny detail when you walk into this absurd room. 
The yeah. refs aren't even just ordinary refs. They're, They're like foxy boxing, foxy, foxy boxing, boxing refs. refs. Okay, who would be wearing shorts? But, but so you no, sort of no. did ask. So him. he is actually he's, he's he was walking Matt to the concept. Of so if he had DC said they were in shorts, he could have said like, "Wait a minute, are these foxy boxing?" <laughs> yes. <refs?" laughs> yes. And so, so if he said shorts, then you could. If he said pants, you could say, "Well, then." It says Pitts, just That's bail not. on it. Just <laughs> hit the ejector button. Yes. Like, we never should have been in this territory. But if he says shorts, he's complicit. And you've <laughs> now built together and this idea of Foxy say, Boxing. Well, in that case, perhaps they were in Oh, I guess, yeah. Certain and it, it seems like it wasn't top physical, of mind then, too, yeah. where you, like, you built it from the shorts. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. And, uh, also, very, yeah, the reason very... I, I, mean, I thought... Dennis Miller throwing Nora Dunn out a window yeah. was problematic that it, it seemed misogynistic. And so to have the foxy boxing remark right now on the heels of that, right on top now of this, this is a pattern. pattern of behavior yeah, so that, that we you, need to address. You know what yes. the foxy boxing refs say, though, at the match, right? What? Letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. we put that dead center in the episode? <laughs> Like Am a, a I the only pole. one seeing crazy things? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Have I been wronged in some way? Orly can't pull the catchphrase, but he's making so much better shit. <laughs> is this a Twilight Zone day? <laughs> Oh, I love it when somebody when they you come into a weird situation, like mm-hmm. you walk into a room and the the windows open and people don't know why they go, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. I go, uh, is that door the way out from the upside down? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The kids do instead of the nee nee they do the upside yeah. down music. Twilight Zone is mm-hmm. no longer. It, Chief. It is mm-hmm. the upside down now. Oh, upside well, mm-hmm. am I in the twilight zone then? <laughs> yeah, nee, 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 nee. Back uh, at them. Right once, back at them. When the when Stranger Things is more popular than the twilight zone with kids, mm-hmm. nee, 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 that's, that's the real twilight zone. And you might mm-hmm. be a redneck. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that as well. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, boy. Wow. And and in the Twilight Zone, they say, "Where's your sign? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's your sign?" Very creepy. Well, as a self-proclaimed Hufflepuff, I uh, do need to sort of remove myself from this conversation. I'm I'm very conflict averse. So I know you guys are doing all these kind of pop culture references and getting in this big pissing contest, but uh, we Hufflepuffs, this house, we don't really get into all that. But you answered that poll, so the result would be Hufflepuff. Yeah, and you tried a lot tried of times. Numerous times. Yeah. yeah. And as a proud member of Humblebrag, uh, I would like to say that uh, uh, there's a lot of, I had to make up a lot of jokes. <sighs> It's true. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, let's just give Matt some space. <laughs> he's feeling a little pent up. Like, and let me work. Clear the paint. Uh, let me work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can I have a teaspoon or is it too much to ask? <laughs> Who's in my house? Intruder alert. Hollywood <laughs> Okay, so I do just have to say, we are coming after a cut, and I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> so you probably felt the cut that just happened. We're coming back from a cut. And, and this is really on us. As hosts, we, we are supposed to protect our guests, and as they start yeah. to indulge some of their worst instincts... And we will be cutting that, but it was such a joy to watch Matt <laughs> just like... <laughs> build up momentum just be rolling downhill with these voices and accidentally say something problematic when you're rolling downhill it's not uncommon to roll directly into a brick wall (laughs) and and we you know we teased this foxy boxing stuff out of paul and we really paul paul planted the seed for this stuff well that's why i think we should have uh kept gorley's foxy boxing refs 
in. The fact that you guys argued to cut it, I had already said it. Why did it matter if Gorley said it again? Whatever. I'm, we're not going to have the argument again. His face when he said it, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was that was a, a classic cut. A classic cut for the Pantheon. They'll be watching it on video, and they'll watch the first two. That that like, and let's do Kevin. That he's like, you see him breathe in, and then we cut. After that, and then we cut back. <sighs> Sorry to make work for you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be. Um, this will be studied. Like they're gonna make a movie where Kevin mm-hmm. Costner's in a courtroom, like mm-hmm. slowing down the video. One day they will be able to figure it out. They'll be able to like track the just like the bouncing of every atom in the in the screen. They'll be a- able to actually like play the clip forward <laughs> from exactly Computer, what was happening. Take They'll me off grid it. mode. <laughs> Put me into speaker view. <laughs> it's right there. And his guitar moved. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're not going to have to do that. One of you, one of you rats is going to squeal. <laughs> I know it. And that twenty five bucks—that's my price. It's been. You better watch way. your back. That's all I'm saying. You better watch your back. I know where you. At least I know what the rooms look like where you live. You know exactly where I live. Nine one nine, Monster Wingus <laughs> Avenue. Wingus <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> uh, the only uh, rat I'm interested in meeting. God darn pizza rat. <laughs> Was When's that he gonna... the funniest? He's carrying that big slice and like a true New Yorker, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. And, and when you're when you live there, you understand. Yeah, you you, you, you got to wait in line for 2 hours to get your slice. <laughs> That's what they I'm say. I'm not going to so easily drop my slice. The slices are so precious, and the rat, I could really relate. I never thought I'd relate to a rat that mm-hmm. much, but it really was like watching myself when I was in New York carrying the pizza slice. Oh, I, I could relate to a rat. I've seen Breaking Bad. Walter just he gets out of hand sometimes. Yeah. Your cat, Sean? Yeah, my cat's getting mad. Well, so no, I don't really think he's getting mad. I think he's getting rad. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Adam Scott's production company. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, Royal gets pretty upset when people go after Heisenberg. He says, mm-hmm. I'm a total Heisenberg. Uh, he says that, you know, the who everyone should be mad at is Anna Gunn's character, Skyler, who was the total <laughs> fun police on that show. Oh, and I a hate Skyler. You hate both. <laughs> uh, I hate Walter, but I hate Skyler more. Really? I hate, I hate Walt Jr. I hate Walter because he's a worm, and I hate Skylar because she keeps him from being a worm. Yeah, and mm. she was the one that made him do that stuff, basically, by being so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and by the bye, way, bye, she Sky. broke her marital vows. Yes. Yeah, she How did. do you feel about Jesse Pinkman, bitch? <laughs> yes. Do you recall he would say this? Pizza rat, how do you feel about the pizza on the roof? Oh yeah, pizza! Oh. Oh, imagine pizza rat comes in, and, uh, like scurries the pizza away. Me, me, me. Oh. Louis C.K. is eating at the beginning of Louis. He eats a pizza. Pizza rat comes in. Me, 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 me. <laughs> he missed an opportunity with the yeah. opening credits for Louis to have mm-hmm. a pizza rat cameo. Uh, from what I hear, he's never. That's missed why an I don't watch the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I stepped on the. Let's t- <laughs> That's right. Let's go again. <laughs> From what I hear, he never misses an opportunity. <laughs> Sorry, did I clap late? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being bonkers? <laughs> that's your that's your guy. That's your CNBC guy. Am I being bonkers? Am I being So let's bonkers? just do a little let's just do a little of Am I being bonkers? Let's let's there let's not get into the same territory as we did last time. That might take us home. We'll just, yeah, yeah, okay. and we'll just get out on just like a few beats of "Am I Being Bonkers?" I'm here at this licorice pizza video rental and music sales store. Let's just take a look at what some of the kids in the store are seeing on these VHS covers. 
hot tub time machine? Am I being bonkers? Oh, wouldn't you know it? There's a sequel. Not the same actors all around. Am I being bonkers? Ah, my mind is a Rubik's Cube. I love the 80s. Bent. Is mad about, I guess, that the Clark Duke wasn't, <laughs> didn't return. He's the only good thing. The, the closest thing they got was that Duke, Duke Clark, he replaced. <laughs> they accidentally, it was like a wrong Missy scenario. They accidentally texted Duke Clark. <laughs> yes, I'll be in hot tub time machine too. Now I that's love- a movie I can get behind. So obviously we're coming oh, back God. from a cut. Uh, <laughs> man, I you know I didn't know some of those words, but um, <laughs> uh, well, this let's honor the lull as we did right before we yeah. started. It feels like everybody's out of steam. Yeah. And- Goodbye. This week on the Patreon, Carl and Hassan discuss splitting the check, the boys read the fans' episode ideas, and the flagrant ones are talking to Joe Mandy. Check out these bonus podcasts and videos of the full episodes, including today's with Gorley and Rust at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Hollywood handbook. That was a HeadGum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>